Stacey. Hello, Mum. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Well, I'm all right, but I know we're going to do, like, the podcast. Yeah. But can you just give me, like, ten minutes? Uh, yeah, sure. You've got to set up. I'm set up. Yeah. But, uh, I was outside having a shower. <laughs> yes. I put some cockroach paint around me down below. It's by mistake. What were you meant to put down there? Well, you know, the little baby powder, wasn't it? Not the cockroach powder. <laughs> right. And then some ants dropped out, and I thought, I'd better go and have a shower. Yeah. And then I'll tell you the rest when I come back, because... It was all a bit mad. So I'll give me ten minutes, all right? All right, I'll call you in a minute. Ten minutes. Right, I'm back. Okay, right, what's happened? Right, so, I was doing a cockroach. La cucaracha, la cucaracha. <laughs> That's Spanish for cockroach. Right. I left some bread out and they were all ganged up waiting for it. Oh, gosh, okay. So I put... I put the powder down, I realised now that was baby powder. But only when I got the <laughs> shower and then I fluffed myself up with the cockroach powder. Have you got some super soft cockroaches going round? <laughs> oh, smoothio like a baby. <laughs> they are not chafed in the slightest. They're not cock chafers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's not it. Okay, go on. I comes back in. Yeah. And there's a barely naked Spanish man sitting on my sofa, drying his hair with my towel. Yeah. Eating my peanuts. Okay. You say barely naked. It just come from the pool. He got his damp bottoms on. When you say someone's barely naked, it implies that you wish they were more naked. Oh, he was a good boy. If I'd have been 35 <laughs> years younger, I'd have had him. Who was this man? I don't know. His name was Jose. We found that out. But anyway, what happens is I come in and he sat there. It's a party day today because it was San Juan last night and everybody's on the beach. It was mental. I'll be putting pictures up on on, uh, what have we got? Facebook. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. I'll be doing some video of uh, erotics. What was going on? Okay. Or is it erratics? Acrobatics. That's <laughs> Acrobatics. It. Yeah. Anyway, I comes in and it's a good job I'd put me caftan on. Right? Yeah. Otherwise, Jose had gone blind by now. Anyway, I, ca- I went, hola. And he looked at me and he went, Hola. And then he looked at the door. And then he looked round and I think he realised that even in his fluffy state, he was not sitting on the same sofa or looking at the same pictures on the wall that he was when he was not fluffy. These are not my peanuts. So then... He's got a little pocket in his trunks. Oh. He gets his little key out. Yeah. And you know what my door key's like? It's not little, is it? It's massive. It's a massive key in a little pocket like that as well. And he goes and he tries to open the door with his key. Right. Implying to me that I'm actually sitting in the wrong bloody house and not him. Like he'd been down the beach and changing rooms had come in. <laughs> yeah. Changed up all the decoration. <laughs> Threw cockroaches everywhere. <laughs> and left gin and peanuts out for him. <laughs> so then after deciding for three attempts that that door ain't going to open with that key, yeah. he went, I'm sorry, wrong house. And I said, me casa. Not Sue casa. No, it's me casa. So sorry. And then I said, me cacarusha. 
and I held my hand out and for my peanuts and he gave me back. <laughs> and then walked off and then he came back and gave, he had a balloon on a stick. I forgot to mention that. Well, that's weird. He, it was. He came back and gave me the balloon on a stick and said, my name's Jose and walked off. <laughs> so that's my story of why I was late tonight. So today, yeah, what what is it? We are going to do an episode about eyes. Ooh, okay then. So we're uh, eyes down looking. Let's get going. Let's do it. Coming from Reddit, Stacey, your host. While mums with flamingos on the Spanish coast You'll find two ladies full of guns and sun laughs Making a podcast called Rupture Rap Aye 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 What do you want to say about eyes? Well, I want to tell you a little story about something that happened to me and my eyes this week. Okay. I used that hair dye you gave me, the one that you'd got like in bulk accidentally. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that hair dye. Nothing wrong with that that another hair dye wouldn't cure. It's just really dark. It was a lot darker than I was expecting. Yeah, but I got 24 boxes for eight quid, remember? So I used that hair dye because it my ha- turned my hair basically black. My face was very pale. I had to put makeup on this week. I've also had a cold. I put on some lovely blue eyeliner. Why would you do that? Because it's lovely. All right. And I've had this blue eyeliner, I think, since I was about 14 years old. So the eyeliner is probably about... You don't keep it that long. How long are you supposed to keep it? If you just keep sharpening it, it doesn't matter, does it? I think that must deteriorate after a time. Anyway, I'm not going into that because I've only just started putting my makeup back into the fridge on account of it's so warm here. But when I was younger, yeah, the rule used to be that you wouldn't keep your makeup for much longer than six months and all your lipsticks and everything were kept in the fridge. But there again, saying that, mascara used to come in a block and you used to spit on it and rub it in to put it on your eyes. So that's disgusting anyway. That is disgusting. Have you ever noticed the strange faces that you pull when you're putting your mascara on? Yeah, for some reason you pull your mouth down. Yeah, and your eyeballs up. Yeah. I look like I've had a Frankensteinian facelift. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. So, I put blue eyeliner on. I had a cold this week. When I blew my nose... My eyeliner was in my snot. So I found it fascinating that my eyeliner had gone into my tear ducts and down into my nose. And is that true? Is that what happened? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what your tear duct is there for. To get your eyeliner? (laughs) To drain tears into your nose. Ah. Is that what snot is? Yes, basically. So you have a, a tear gland like... Well, you can't really see your tear gland that produces a tear. And then the tear duct, which is like the little hole that you do see in the corner of your eye, that's like a little sinkhole, like a plug hole that drains the tear down into your nose. Mine got blocked once. And you just, your eye kept watering. All the time. Uh, it was when my sinus was blocked. Yes. I had to go and have my nose syringed out, if I remember. Ugh. But baby, babies... Have tear ducts and tear glands, but they can't cry. Uh, they can cry, but they can't shed a tear until they're about 
six weeks old. So it's all making the noise of crying but without the tears. Yes, they can't produce tears until they're about six weeks, I think. Huh. They must have some little bit of secretion to keep their eyeball wet. They might have secretions but they can't produce tears. (laughs) Have you got something to tell me about eyes? All right, I'll tell you one thing I find quite fascinating, that... People who are blind that can see their dreams if they were born with sight. Oh. And if they were born blind, they can't see anything in their dreams. That's a very difficult concept. That is. They can dream, but they can't dream in the same way that people who are not blind. They would dream a different sense, I suppose. It would almost be like sounds. Oh, yeah. Do they dream with colours? I need somebody to tell me that because I really don't know. I know that it said that there were in the world around 39 million people who are completely blind. Yeah. And there are also six times that many who have a visual impairment of some sort. And out of all those people, more than 80% of those eye conditions were either preventable or curable. So that's an amazing figure. Mm. It's all fun and games until someone's eye loses an eye. That's what (laughs) I say. Do you know how much an eyeball weighs? Do you know what? What? I do, actually. Oh, do you? Well, I do know because I've held one, haven't I? How much do you think it weighs? Around about 10 grams. And whose eyeball did you hold? Uh, Mr. Greytrex's. Is that? That's a patient. Yeah, it wasn't just somebody off the street who said, hold my eye. <laughs> Why, how much? Oh, you're probably about right. It weighs about the same as 11 pennies. Okay. Uh, yeah, about 10 grams. Yeah. I think. But I was looking at this article... And it says an elephant's eye is about the size of a golf ball. Is that all? That seems very small. It does. and then, But when you look at them, actually, they do have tiny little eyes, don't they? They do. Ours is about... Um, let me... I'm holding it up. I'm putting my fingers there now. So I think... So am I. How are you? <laughs> I think... Ours is not as big as you think, even though most of it's hidden... I reckon it's a ball about an inch across. But when I held somebody's eye, they were having surgery. Yeah. They'd had an accident and crushed the bone around their eye socket. Yeah. When I held somebody's eye, you could feel it pulsing. Oh. Right. But now that what fascinated me is they're looking at me as I'm holding it. So I'm wondering, if you're unconscious, is it, or you just can't see because your eyes are closed. If your eye is out of its out of your head and you're not covering it with your eyelids can you see but don't realize it no you wouldn't it's like being asleep right okay so you even though i was looking at it yeah they wouldn't be able to see me because no. that was the bit that's freaked me out for 20 odd years <laughs> no because when i operate when our, my anesthetist puts our patients to sleep their eyes will automatically open but they're not seeing anything we have to tape their eyes closed to stop them getting any grit or anything in them but they don't see anything uh, right okay the uh, stimulus isn't necessarily giving them the messages okay what animal has the biggest eyes in the world <gasps> i think can you tell me about it if i tell you what it is yeah i think it's the colossal squid 
It's your favourite type of squid, isn't it? I love the colossal squid. Do you know what? Nobody actually has been able to get an eyeball from a, a colossal squid or giant squid. They've reckoned what the weight and the size of it is. Yes, and so knowing the size, they also know that uh, a squid's eyes, instead of being like filled with jelly like ours are, theirs are full of seawater. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. So if they work out that the giant squid's eyeballs are probably the size of a basketball. Right. And it's full of seawater. Yeah. Then it weighs about 25 pounds. Wow. It's about 10 kilos then. Two pounds to a kilo, so 12 kilos. That's amazing. Yeah. The biggest eyeballs don't technically mean you've got the biggest brain though. Oh no. Oh certainly not. No. No, there are some super cute little like bush babies and uh what's what's the other one that's like a bush baby where they've got those massive eyes? Is it an eye eye? <laughs> It is called an eye eye. I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's called... <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think they've necessarily got big brains. No. No, they live too close to the floor. They get getting eaten all the time. Eye <laughs> eye. That's it. Eye eye. Eye eye. That's what they say to each other. Eye eye. But the squid needs these big eyes because it's down in really deep water. So it needs to be able to take in as much light as possible pretty much like the bush babies who kind of come out in the dark and they need those big eyes big eyes for light that's right but they're not squids squids right yeah squids is not having big eyes they can't if it's full of seawater they can't be seeing much they know when the tide comes in but that's about it they detect light really so will they detect movement as well then it says here that there are some you know those those bioluminescent creatures so the ones that glow Mm -hmm. really deep down there's those really like neon creatures and the anglerfish that have those little glowing like balls on the end of their dangle things i used to go out with a boy called eric who had glowing balls but he wasn't much good at deep sea fishing (laughs) well the eyes of the squid can see these glowing animals all right i see so that's why well there's another marine animal the box jellyfish oh box jellyfish apparently have got eyes that are almost identical to ours they've got the same sort of corneas irises retinas all that really lenses yeah yeah but they can't ever focus with them because all their brain is in their mouth (laughs) on their lips (laughs) (laughs) so they're probably really good kissers but they they can't see what they're kissing (laughs) all their nervous system and everything that they use is in a ring around their lips I don't know do jellyfish have lips I don't know. Their mouth hole. Mouse hole? Mouth hole. <laughs> Which animal eyes do you think are the freakiest? I don't like goat's eyes. Goat's eyes are pretty weird. But fish eyes always look a bit odd to me. Spider's eyes. <laughs> Fly's eyes. Fly eye. Fly eye. Fly, fly's eyes are amazing though because flies can detect movement almost before you've done it. Yeah, I'd try and swat in a fly. I had to go and have a lie down for half an hour afterwards. 
I thought, I'm gonna, I'm determined to get it. John said, you ain't gonna get that fly. And in the end, he had to help me indoors and uh, I had to have a lie down on the sofa. And then he just went out and sprayed it. The next stop will be Rough Giraffe. I have blue eyes on a good day. You've got blue eyes, yeah. But they're not completely blue. You can't blame me for that. Well, they're like brownie yellow in the middle. Yeah, that might be my fault. Because I was looking up, you know, uh, people with one blue eye and one brown eye, like David Bowie, and then I saw on Wikipedia someone's eye that looked exactly like mine. And it means that I've got a form of heterochromia. Heterochromia, that is when you've got one eye different to the other yes but i've got two different color eyes in one so i've got blue on the outside and brown on the inside wow oh i didn't know that i didn't know is that a good thing i don't think it makes any difference but i don't have like solid blue eyes they are a different color in the middle if that's a good thing that's me that is If that's a bad thing, we find out. Blame your father. (laughs) I don't think it's a problem, but it's called sensual heterochromia, and it just means you've got two colours within the same iris. I've got something interesting to tell you. Go on then. When the Vietnam War was on, an American prisoner of war had to do a television interview. He was forced to say that he was being looked after all the rest of it. Yeah. And he reportedly blinked his eyes continuously in Morse code during the interview. Whoa. And when the military watched it, somebody realised that he was saying something in Morse code and they translated it and it said torture and he kept saying the word over and over again. Oh, that's sad. That is sad, but... That's quite interesting. It takes a lot of concentration to do that. It's very brave as well. Yeah, and to do it while you're speaking. Yeah. That's definitely the ultimate patting your head and rubbing your tummy sort yeah. of thing. I wonder how long you've been practising that. I don't know. Would it, I wonder if it's something they learnt when he was younger or, you know, so that people send messages to each other. I used to try and send message to Stuart Jones with a torch. Yes. Right, when he lived like four or five doors away from us. Right. And then he'd start to send messages just back and we pretend it was Morse code and that we knew what it was oh we didn't really I was only like 11 I didn't know what Morse code was but we used to flash each other oh right okay well you do at that age don't you there's this cat on the internet who lost an eye and his owner has stuck a, a googly eye on to replace it <laughs> so this cat I'm looking at the pictures now. It's really making me laugh. So this cat is basically running around with with a googly eye. Bless. That's, I mean, you know, it's cruel, but... Apparently, it boosts his confidence. Does it? Were all the other cats laughing at him? All the other cats were laughing at him because he only had one eye. I'm sure they didn't notice, but now they're like, oh, is, is the crazy cat with his, with his wandering eyes... <laughs> All the ladies will love him. <laughs> Keep your eyes to yourself. You'd say that if they dropped on the floor, wouldn't you? <laughs> He's oh, sorry, that's my eye. <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, you. You got something to say? Then say it here. Email us at Rough Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter at Rough Pod. 
Instagram at Rough Giraffe Podcast. Search us on Facebook for Rough Giraffe. Subscribe and review us on iTunes and Podbean. I've so much enjoyed looking at eyes. Yeah. But while I was looking at eyes, I thought next time something yeah. quite connected with eyes because brains. Because we see with our brains and not really with our eyes. That's true. The eyes really are just light receptors and then the brain sort of processes that information and tells you what it is that you're seeing. There were so many videos on YouTube that I watched about how your eyes play tricks. What you see around you, that goes into your brain upside down and then your brain flips it the right way around. So the the image that, that goes into our eyes is completely flipped from what we actually see. It's all weird, isn't it? Yeah. So am I upside down now or the right way up? I don't know. I don't, I can't see you. Three euros 89 gin in Alding. Am I upside down or the right way up? I think you're upside down. <laughs> <laughs> We're not the most evolved eyes. I found an eye that's better than ours. Whose? The mantis shrimp. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. You weren't expecting the mantis shrimp, were you? <laughs> no one ever expects the mantis shrimp. So, they've got four times as many colour receptors that we have. Does that mean that they see more colours? Yeah, they can see everything from infrared to ultraviolet. Wow. Yeah, but here's my question. Mm. Why? I mean, it's a waste of evolution if you're going to have the best eyes in the world. Yeah. And you grow up to be a mantis shrimp. Ah, no. Now, here's the thing. I learnt something from a very good podcast called Varmints. Is it anything to do with mantis shrimps? It's not to do with mantis shrimps, but it is to do with what colour spectrum you see and why. Okay. So, it's to do with why orangutans are orange, but they live in the jungle. And it's because their predators, they don't see orange. It's, I think, something like... If they see infrared, you know, like when you see infrared cameras that look kind of green, yeah? when they're, Right. When, like night vision. So when their predators are looking at them, they actually see the fur as green instead of orange. Okay. So it might be something to do with the, the mantis shrimp can see certain prey better because it can see the more colours or different spectrums. Could be something like that. It could be, but... I could be talking rubbish. Now, sharks' corneas are used as human replacements for corneas. Oh, really? Yeah. Whereabouts? Everywhere? Mm, pretty much, I think. It says it's used as hormone, hormone replacement. No, not hormone <laughs> replacement. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> human replacement. Corneas. But are they killing sharks especially for them? No. They'll be just having the eyeballs, won't they, when they're in Tesco, in a freezer. Okay, so they just happen to be using waste product. Yeah, we don't eat shark eyeballs, do we? They can use tuna as well, I expect. There's plenty of tuna around. A tuna big enough. Some people haven't got eyes that big, have they? I suppose not. Do your eyes grow? Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. They're about half size, aren't they, when you're born? Um, 
I'm going to look that one up because I've got a feeling eyes don't really change. I think, yeah, even though you look like Bambi when you're little, your eyes are not adult size when you're a baby, are they? So they must be about halfway grown. Oh, no, you're right. It's not true that eyeballs are fully grown at birth. Uh, A newborn baby eyeball is 16 millimetres and an adult is 24 millimetres. You were right, it is an inch. I don't know when I tell you a fact, you're always surprised. We're not supposed to be having real facts on this show. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Dubious facts. I've got a dubious fact for you. Go for it then. The entire length of eyelashes that shed by a human in their life is around 35 meters and each eyelash has a lifespan of about five months i need somebody to work that one out that doesn't sound very long it doesn't sound very much i mean um we're gonna say i've got really poor eyelashes but there must be one i need to know how many eyelashes does the average person have and then so if we take the average amount of eyelashes what is the average length of an eyelash my eyelashes are about a centimeter right you see i think collectively say you lived for 80 years yeah you must be shedding Surely. Oh, I'd say much more. So if 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 your eyes lashes are a centimetre long, for example, yeah, and you shed say ten a week, maybe you know, because sometimes I just you know give my little eye lashes a pull. I could probably have ten a week. That's ten centimetres a week. That's already five metres in a year, isn't it? So that's not right, is it? So so let's have somebody work that one out. You have approximately two hundred eyelashes on each eyelid. With 75 on the bottom lid. Oh, no, we can't. Are they counting top and bottom? I think this is beyond our calculations. We need some real nerd that's listening to this podcast. I love you, wherever you are. Who can sort that one out for us? That would be brilliant. Hey there, who's that? What's the name of the wonky cat? He'll look like than any cat around. Has Kipper got any uh, eye news? That we do have an eye-related question for Kipper, actually. Okay, come on then. Let's have him in. Kipper, come here. Hey, come on in. Oh, I like his pirate patch. All right, Kips. <laughs> All righty, matey. Kipper, that I like. I like the wonky look and the eye patch. It looks a bit cool on Kipper. It does look cool on Kipper. How have you been, Kipper? Oh, he was in the greenhouse today. It was 44 degrees. And he's all right? He was loving it. I thought he was... Uh, it's a, not a suntan. He's just ginger, isn't he? But his belly is white because he doesn't show his belly. Okay. But I said to him, you're in the wrong country, mate. Because he was loving that hot greenhouse. He needs to come here. He needs to go to you. I'm usually in the pool now while I'm doing this podcast. I don't think he would like that. So, anyway, have we got a question for Kipper? We do have a question for Kipper. So, Kipper, we have a question from Dan, and Dan is from the Comedy Geek podcast. And Dan says, Hi, Kipper, hope you're still wonky and well. 
My question for you is the Survivor song, Eye of the Tiger, <laughs> featured in the classic movie Rocky Three. What is the relevance of the aforementioned feline body part? Hmm. So, Kipper, what's the significance of the Eye of the Tiger? Why is that so important? <coughs> oh, okay. The cream of the crap. I don't think that's what it says. <laughs> Kipper, do you know the song? Obviously not. <laughs> Kipper, sing sing for us. Sing Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Kipper, you, you can't sing. Kipper's thinking, I'm on uh, X Factor. Dan, thank you for your question. Kipper says that tiger eyes are like the best thing, the best type of eyes you can have for any cat. And so they're just like the the piece de resistance. The cream of the crap. <laughs> exactly. Great. Thank you, Kipper. I'll let you get back to... The greenhouse. Yeah, doing nothing, really. I didn't realise Kip had got his leather pirate boots on as well. I thought he was just limping. <laughs> it's Bless it's, him. It's yeah. a bit warm for the leather boots, but he does it for you. I know, I can see he's really getting into the part. Excuse me, senor. Don't forget, Rough Giraffe is on Twitter at Rough Giraffe Pod. Have you seen these people that are tattooing their eyeballs? Oh, I don't even know what this means. What are they doing? There's a man that has tattooed his whole face black, right? And that includes his lips and his eyeballs. That is so scary. I don't even... You're going to tell me I can see this on Google, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, so you can look at it. But he he's a man called Eli. His name is actually Eli Inc. I don't think Inc. is his original f- surname. He's 27 years old and he spent the last 10 years of his life transforming himself into what he considers to be a walking art exhibition. And he's tattooed his mouth and his, the whites of his eyes... And this involves injecting ink in between the two layers of the sclera of the eye and letting it spread out. It's it's pretty gross, if I'm honest. But you know what I'm thinking, aren't you? What? How's he going to get a nice girl or a boy? Not going to get a job unless he's... He can't be a walking art exhibition when he's all wrinkled up, can he? What's the only thing you can do now? Put jewellery in. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, when you do that to yourself, you're not expecting to go and get a job working down Tesco. He's not going to be in insurance, is he? No. So I think the only thing he can do is be artistic. Oh, it's so gross, though. The pictures... You know those um, 100-year eggs? Mm. The ones that they let go rotten and then they go black? They're not really 100 years old. No, I know they're not, but that's what his eyes look like. I got, I've sort of got eye questions. I'm not interested now in black faces and black eyes. <laughs> What's your eye question? My eye question is actually a proper question. Yeah. Can you get goggles what have lenses in? Uh, what do you mean? You know, like, I can't see so well unless I've got my glasses on. Oh, prescription goggles, yes. 
Can you get them? Yes. Right. Can you get goggles that are also sunglasses? Yes. I need to see distance underwater just in case, like, a shark comes. <laughs> okay. It's got better lenses than you have. I'm going to stand very still and just pretend to be something else. Like a tree. You saw a seahorse the other day, didn't you? I'm just about to tell you about my new job. Okay, go on then. I've got a new job. Got a new job? What? I'm doing the hippocampus check-in. Hippocampus? Yeah, that's what they are, them seahorses, hippocampus. What they've done is they put these nets up to stop the jellyfish getting in to sting the kids, right? Yeah. Personally, I'm not in favour of it. I think the kids should get stung. But <laughs> it teaches them, doesn't it, not to go out too far. <sighs> but they want the tourists in, so they have it. So they've netted it off, but this fluffy net catches the seahorses sometimes. Okay. Uh, uh, and then uh, they get stuck in the weave of the net and then they just drain, I suppose. Oh, I know. So they want people to check the net, so I've been doing me bit. So I've been going around checking the net with me snorkel on. Yeah. And then when we were doing it to start with, we saw a seahorse, about the size of a 5p. Oh, my gosh. About the, si- about the size of me thumbnail. Oh, but they reckon that the babies are not much bigger than a couple of grains of wheat. So these are teeny tiny. So I seen one, and uh, it looks like a seahorse. I was amazed. It's got the curly tail and everything. Oh, that's nice. So that was really good. So when I was checking the nets, I found a lobster stuck. Oh. And they never said about lobsters. So I thought, well, I'll sort that one out anyway. So it was lovely with a bit of cream. Oh. No, I didn't. I didn't. What I'd done was I chucked it over the net. Oh, good. Straight into a jellyfish. No, I've realised and I've done it. Yeah. I've chucked it on my side of the net. Oh. So now I've netted a lobster which is going to go out and bite the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is some karma in the world. <laughs> So that's me story of me, uh, and I've got to do that every week, checking for me hippocampuses. So you need some some better goggles. I need some better goggles. I need magnifying. I'm taking a magnifying glass down with me to check an underwater Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I'm gonna have a cape now. <laughs> Dear stalker hat. <laughs> it's time for. Uh, Rough, 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 giraffe. So, the baby bats are out with their mums, right? Yeah. And they're flying round. Um, by the looks of it, the mum teaches them to feed and whatever. Okay. But the, bat, the bats are really small anyway. And the baby bats are even smaller than the small bats. Oh. So, uh, a Spanish lady... Very nice, called Maria. Yeah. He spoke lovely English. Explained to me. She said the mumbats, which is yeah. not to not to be confused with wombats, which yeah. I thought she was what she was saying. <laughs> the mumbats live in this house 
with the babies, with the niños and the chiquititas. It's the babies. That's the babies and the girls. Right. And then the man bats, they live in the other house. Not to be confused with Batman, which also confused <laughs> me. Right. So the mum bats don't live with the man bats. Right. Okay. And uh, the boy bats live with the mum bats and the chiquititas and the niños until they get the testiculari. Right. I think the mum bats go and have a quick feel and they got a testiculari and she chucks them out and they go and live with the man bats. And that's what happens. Ah. And they only come together for romance and fighting. At whose house? I don't know at whose house. It's romance and fighting is all they what they do. Okay. And they have one or two babies. Yeah. But... One of the baby bats hit the tree. Oh. I know. Dumb. And then you could see the mum, like, floating around going, Oh, look what he's done. And there's the, the other one must have been a ninos little girl. <laughs> look at him. Idiot. Soon he'll have testicles. He's out. So nah, no good. So nah, no good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you can hear them clicking. So they must be just in training. Oh, they need little L plates. I know, but they was they was very cute. They still go fast, but uh, I did like the story of how they live. That's that's nice. So remember, the mum bats don't live with the mum bats. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Shall I tell you a little unrelated story to finish off? Let's have that to finish. Okay, so this is from the mirror, I'm afraid. But the headline is, Woman calls for KFC just so delivery driver can help get rid of a spider. (laughs) So, a woman terrified of spiders called for takeaway so the driver could help her get rid of one. Demi Sweeney's 22-year-old student had a massive spider outside her room, so she ordered some... Uh, KFC and in the instructions she says can you please order to this place but also can the driver get rid of the spider unfortunately the delivery driver arrived he was also scared of spiders <laughs> right no romance going on here then but he was a big brave man and he helped her get rid of it he kept his bike helmet on Whilst he did, though. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a picture of him with his bike helmet on trying to get rid of this spider. The spider did what all spiders do, which is the worst thing if it's up on the wall. It dropped down onto the floor. Uh But they managed to get him down. Now, this is the bad bit, I'm afraid. They flushed the spider down the toilet. No! I love me spiders. But that meant that Demi Uh. was too afraid to sit on the toilet for a couple of days after. But that's it. So lady called for KFC and helped with a spider. And can I just say, don't flush spiders down the toilet and don't kill them. Just put them outside. Yeah. It's not their their fault that they're on your wall. No. Right then. So, shall we say goodbye? Next time then, I'd like to do brains. We will do brains then. Okay, brain facts it is. 
at this moment, I know nothing about brains. I know brains. nothing about brains. About the brains. <laughs> so let me tell you something about brains. Facts about brains. About brains. About brains. About brains. Why have we not been doing that for every episode? I know nothing about eyes. So listen to these facts about eyes. Facts. Facts. About eyes. About eyes. Facts about Facts. Facts about eyes. Facts about eyes. <laughs> so. This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.